So, this podcast, is it any good? Eh, they follow some shite clubs, but it's a pretty good podcast. Unnamed Soccer Podcast. Absolutely brilliant from Liverpool. And for Barcelona, chaotic, catastrophic. A sensational start. A controversial start. And it's advantage to the Reds. The Unnamed Soccer Podcast. D. Smith, welcome in. It's the latest edition of the Unnamed Soccer Podcast. The Unnamed Soccer Podcast brought to you by Three Punk Gales and Chula Vista. Also brought to you by Sport Clips, where it is good to be a guy. We've had some time off. It's the holiday season. There's a huge storm in San Diego. So Darren and I have decided, let's celebrate this storm with a podcast. The Unnamed Soccer Podcast. Hello, D. Smith. Hello, Jay Carruth. We are both wearing winter weather gear for whatever that's worth here in Southern California, both of us wearing headgear, both of us wearing outdoor type clothing on our torsos. I don't know if you've spent any time outside here on this winter day in Southern California. I have, it's not pleasant, but it's great to be with you. I just returned home from the, the city of champions, New York city, New York city football club winning MLS cup 2021. I just returned home. From where the champions play, Jordan. Very excited. Wow. Darren uh, blesses New York City with his presence and delivers an MLS. Imagine if we had an MLS club. Imagine that. Imagine we would have already won the championship. Yeah. Well, it's interesting, isn't it? That Portland's weather for MLS Cup, very, very similar to San Diego's weather as we were recording on a Tuesday, the 14th of December. Yes. So, yeah. And I also did see the commissioner, Don Garber, interviewed at halftime by your boy. And Nate Abrea? No, your other boy. Rob Stone? Taylor Twelman. (laughs) And said that Las Vegas, the favorite to land the next MLS expansion team. Jordan, how does that sit? But did he tease anyone else? He did not. Not then. Not at halftime with your boy, Taylor Twelman. No, no. Um, Expected, right? This is not a surprise. This is this has been in the works. I think the only thing they're working out and I don't know anything about this situation, so I don't even know why I'm going down this road. But weren't they just trying to figure out the ownership group at this point? Like who's actually in? Who's actually out? They're just kind of going through those fine details. Um, But it seems for a while now that uh, Vegas is just going to get a franchise of every single sport that exists soon. They will be home. They will be home to a premier league team. Vegas will also host a Liga MX team here soon. Um, Siri, ah, look out here comes Las Vegas. So that's just the future of sports. It is Las Vegas. It is. They've, they've come a long ways. This is not your father's Las Vegas. This is not. It was just the Buddy Ranch. Hey, um, does anyone know, speaking of Vegas, anyone know when Carlsbad's going to pick up those flights again to Las Vegas? i just just curious if anyone has knows anything about Carlsbad's airport. I've been doing some research lately. Really? And, yeah. Are you, are you fucking with me now? No, what are you talking about? Were you listening to a Darren and Jack show on AM600 Kogo or the iHeartRadio app? Because I swear just- to God I was not. We just did a segment on, on the 
runway expansion, which will allow for those types of regional commercial flights again out of Carlsbad. Right. For the first time in this podcast, you have my attention. Slow down. We're expanding the runway in Carlsbad? Yes, uh, they're expanding it. They've approved it. The, the county of San Diego's approved expansion of the runway by a couple of hundred feet, which okay. will allow it then to have the type of regional commercial aircraft that could take you to places like Vegas, Phoenix, L.A., San Francisco, Sacramento, et cetera. What about Santa Rosa? Tahoe, Santa Rosa. Okay. It depends on the airlines, Jordan. When is this going? Know. Alaska can do it. Um, currently, there's a flight to like Mammoth out of Carlsbad. And then I think there's a flight to Austin out of uh, Carlsbad. Mm. Well, I don't know about all that. But yes, yeah. they, uh, they, that just was on. When is that happening? When are they expanding this runway? Uh, good question. I don't think they have an exact timeline here. It just received approval. Now they're going to move forward with the plan. All right. Well, they, that's good. They got approval. Yeah. I think that's great. The hard work, the hard work's done is what you're telling yeah. me. I now, they just, now they just build it. So, you know, actually an interesting statistic was that I'm flying within, out of Carlsbad for the future with, road games within a uh, 20 mile radius of the Carlsbad airport on any given day, 10,000 people are on a flight from someplace. Well, yeah. So there is need for it so that you don't have to drive all the way down to San Diego or decide that you want to drive north to John Wayne. Yeah, I agree. There is demand for that airport in Carlsbad to be used for more than just a flight to Mammoth, which I'm not against. That's pretty good. An hour flight to Mammoth as opposed to a seven-hour drive, I can get down with that. But I can especially get down with flights to Santa Rosa to get me to a Sacramento away match for Loyal. Vegas on that list. Hell, man, I'll fly to L.A. if I need to. Monterey. Yes, Monterey. Oh. Monterey, California, since they're oh. going to have a USL team next year. But if you want, we can go international. We can I'm go down south. to go to Mexico. Come on. What are you talking about? Yes, down for Monterey. Yeah. I think I'm going to play Pebble Beach. Speaking of Monterey, I think I'm going to play Pebble Beach next year. Do you know anyone that's done that? Uh, yeah, I do. Who? Has Doug done that? I don't know that Doug later. done that. Uh, you know, let me name drop here. Phil Nevin's done that. Well, yeah, okay, that makes sense. I know plenty of guys. Go, boys. Has, Axel, has Barry done that? I think so. Okay, I'm going to call Barry about that. All right, we're yeah. sidetracked enough. Let's get back to soccer. But that's really good stuff. I'll tie that Carlsbad Airport in with the fact that there's road trips for loyal supporters that would be interested um, in flights to Vegas or Sacramento or L.A. or Orange County. What if you just flew to Orange County? All right, Orange County, Monterey. You mean the home of the champs? Monterey, you can yeah. go to Ooh, the expansion. Yeah, also we got all sorts of opportunities there. Oakland, we could fly in and out of Oakland. I don't know oh. where they're going to be playing next year, but that could that's possible. Wait, have we done a podcast since Orange County won the championship? If we did, we ignored it. Mm, interesting. Maybe we'll know what we say By the way, Orange County won the championship, if anyone missed that. All right, let's get to the good stuff. You ready? We've buried the lead. Man, people are actually might be interested in this podcast because Alex Morgan signed in San Diego, and we've talked about Carlsbad's airport. We've talked about, man, we messed up. All right. Alex Morgan has officially been announced with the San Diego wave, San Diego wave. Who's the San Diego wave. You know who the San Diego wave are. They're an expansion club in the NWSL here in San Diego. They're set to open in 2022. Jill Ellis is the manager. They're playing at Torero stadium. We've discussed them before on the podcast, but for the first time, Darren, we are talking about players 
with the San Diego wave here on the pod, Alex Morgan officially announced and uh, it, you don't get a much bigger name than this. No, you, you know, you don't. And I remember when we found out that NWSL was expanding into San Diego thinking, wow, isn't that going to be amazing that Alex Morgan is going to come through town and Megan Rapinoe is going to come through town and some of these bigger name U.S. soccer legends are going to come through town. That's going to be really great when that happens, right? That's going to be an event. Never really thinking that Alex Morgan would be playing for San Diego Wave Football Club here in town. I don't know what the details are here, and I'm not rolling up my sleeves and getting into whether or not this was a trade or a signing, but it was officially announced by the club that Alex Morgan is coming to town. She has confirmed this. They have put this out there on social media channels. This is on the Wave website. So the league is, is, you know, has an expansion draft upcoming later on this week by the time some of you listen to this podcast. But she's going to be here. And I realize Alex Morgan, her better days might be behind. But this is as big a name as you could have possibly expected to land here in San Diego County. Yeah, uh, no doubt about that. Good news for soccer community in San Diego. There's no question about that. You have Landon Donovan and Alex Morgan here in town representing two relatively new clubs. Jill uh, Ellis got yeah, a little of this club too. Like, like, right. yeah, these are these are people with resumes. Like, these mm. are real resumes of World Cups and Olympic gold medals and titles and trophies across the board. So our little sports community. Our little soccer community is starting to grow up in a big sort of way here. Right. And these are the, these are the names that you need to really grab people's attention in San Diego, because let's be very honest when it comes to soccer in San Diego, some huge sports fans have no idea who is actually playing in the USL championship or who is playing in the NWSL, but you know, Landon Donovan's name, you know, Alex Morgan's name. And I think one of the biggest things for clubs, especially new clubs, uh, it's just getting the attention of people, letting people know that they actually exist. And this is the best way of doing it. Uh, Alex Morgan clearly comes with a very impressive resume. I heard rumors, I guess, about this back in November. When I heard about it, I was like, whoa, really? Like, is that a thing? Well, we so were, she's official. And in well, San Diego, it's a big splash for a, for a team. She's instantly the face of the club. And um, as Darren knows, people who move here in their 30s tend to stay here. So she might be here in San Diego for a long time. Who knows? Certainly she has claimed that that's one of her goals is to settle down. I know that language. Sometimes you can read into that a little bit too much and go, Hey, wait a second. Now what's this all about? What do you mean settling down here in San Diego? But you know, we were having this conversation, Jordan. I know you're, you're removed from sports radio, but this is a legitimate topic. Like how big of a name is this comparatively speaking Maybe not for sports radio audiences, which are not the most multidimensional, not to knock my own profession here, but it's mostly baseball and it's mostly football. But how big of a name is this, given her global presence, given her accomplishments? How does this compare to any other athlete that has shown up in San Diego? And it's a hard thing to do, right? Because women's soccer isn't something that people talk a lot about on sports talk radio. That's a football crowd and a baseball crowd. And if you have basketball, you talk basketball or college football, right? But in terms of, of, you know, not just us on the soccer podcast, somebody accused me of being in a soccer bubble, 
But in terms of like global reach and impact, I, I mean, you tell me how much bigger can you get than Alex Morgan? Yeah. If you're talking about global reach, that's where the, the game of soccer really takes over. And so Alex Morgan is a massive name. Maybe it's big enough for the UT to put a story out there on that. I'm still waiting for that to happen. It's huge. I got, it's tough to find a real comparison. You ask like, has there been anything like this? Is there another player that has this kind of impact? And clearly there's been huge names that played for the San Diego chargers. Clearly there have been huge names that have played with the Padres, um, but this is just different. Like this isn't, it's very exciting to have Landon Donovan, um, but we have Landon Donovan, the manager. Like we had Landon Donovan playing for the indoor soccer team in town, which is cool and all, but like, this is different. Alex Morgan's coming here as a player. It's, it's huge. Yeah. And the, the global impact and just the real, I don't know. How do you say this? The, you bring up like the Padres and you bring up the f- chargers when they were here and those type of players, I don't know. They clearly had a big impact in town, but what kind of impact did they have across the country? How did they affect or impact people's lives? I don't know, but like Alex Morgan impacts people's lives and really she, yeah, it's, it's a, it's a completely different world there bringing in a player like Alex Morgan. It's amazing that this is one of the first names to come out. It's, it's a great way to grab attention. They've done just that. Yeah, and again, I don't want to uh, reduce Alan Mor- Alex Morgan's career to that of a social media influencer, but fact of the matter is, when you're somebody with nine plus million followers on Instagram and three plus million followers on Twitter, it's hard to compare that to a baseball player. It's hard to compare that to a college athlete, but that's real reach. You know, there's a site that measures impact, social media impact. And you know, who knows what the formulas are for this sort of stuff. But it was estimated that in one day, Alex Morgan generated about $100,000 worth of social value to San Diego Wave Football Club. Now, again, how that stuff is calculated, I don't know. There's a website or an account, Zoomph, Z-O-O-M-P-H, that I follow that measures this sort of stuff. And people do different things, right? There's television ratings, there's revenue, there's social media presence, there's merchandise, there's all sorts of stuff. There's, there's no singular way to measure impact anymore. It's nine or 10 different tenants and social media impact is one of them. And through one day, it was estimated that she brought in about $100,000 in social value for a collaboration announcing that she was signing with the club. That feels like it's a pretty big deal, even if I don't fully even understand what it means. There you go. We're in San Diego, does she land? There are so many good options in San Diego. You're moving here from a brand new place. She was playing in Orlando. I wonder where she lands. Who knows? Uh, yeah, I mean, she's from San Dimas. And, and by the way, her husband is from San Diego. He went to Saints High School. He grew up in Tijuana and San Diego. Is a USL player, by the way. Don't know that he will or won't be given a look from San Diego Loyal. But uh, Servando Carrasco is his name. And I keep thinking to myself, huh, well, isn't that interesting? Can you imagine if you had this synergistic relationship between San Diego Wave and San Diego Loyal, where you would have players from the NWSL hanging around the USL club and USL club hanging around the NWSL club? They're both going to be playing at the same venue, aren't they? So from that standpoint, the possibilities are kind of endless to think that she is married to somebody who is local to our region, hmm. who is a USL player. Again, now maybe I'm getting ahead of it. And people from Loyal are like, dude, uh, let's, not, uh, <laughs> let's not go there yet. 
Well, I mean, she was playing in Orlando. He was playing in Fort Lauderdale. They're married. They clearly want to live together. Uh, One player is probably not going to be in Florida while the other's in San Diego. So let's connect some dots here. Why don't we, if it's not San Diego, maybe he has to go play for, I don't know, the champions of orange County, but if loyal don't want him, I'm sure some club would, I don't know anything about him. I really don't. I don't know if he would come in and be a good impact for San Diego. I have no idea. Um, But I would imagine that he's not going to want to stay in Florida while she's in San Diego. Yeah, I mean, that's, he's just a, that's just a played, guess. Played a little bit for the Galaxy, played for Orlando City. You know, he's played around MLS a little bit this past season, like you said, to your point. Played with Fort Lauderdale. That's a League One USL club from the area. Saints High School. I have people texting our shows like, oh, yeah, I went to high school with the dude. Great guy. They're Of course they want to settle back down here. She's from SoCal. He's from Coronado. Grew up both sides of the border, Tijuana, et cetera. So, yeah, like this – this makes a lot of sense, and I agree with your point. You don't want you don't want our San Diego wave traveling up to Orange County. You want to watch in San Diego loyal. So I think that that sounds like a wonderful idea. If all parties are interested, you're welcome, everybody. I'm sure this has never been considered anywhere other than here. Yeah, I'm really curious, and I'm sure the club is as well. The impact that she'll have for attendance in the first season. They're playing at Torero Stadium, a stadium that holds 6,000 people, as we know. Uh, it's If you're looking at the stadiums that are used in this league, it's the smallest stadium in the league, which I was surprised by. We'll see Alex Morgan, what she can deliver here in San Diego. I mean, I, is it more than just showing up? I would imagine it's more than just showing up, and here I am. I mean, now it's like, all right, we got Alex Morgan, a brand new team. Look at our manager. Look what we're building. There's real momentum with this club. So I'm I'm sure the expectations are quickly growing internally. Plus, she's pretty much won everywhere she's been, right? She's won with the national team. I think she won with Portland. I'm not sure if they won in Orlando, but she's been a winner pretty much everywhere she's gone. Again, and I think we all can admit at 32 years of age, you know, her her best days may be behind her, but she's still probably going to be considered for the World Cup next summer, which is the summer of 2022, right, in New Zealand. So I would imagine she's still very much in the mix in that conversation. So, yeah, like there's there's a lot to love about this. And that first match is – that's going to be pretty exciting. Think about Alex Morgan putting on the shirt. Now they are going to release the colors and the crest on Wednesday, December 15th. So by the time some of you listen to this, you might've already seen it, but I would imagine if I'm working for San Diego wave football club, dude, I'm trying to get those kits out there as quick as possible because I want people to go buy my Alex Morgan shirts quickly as possible here, hopefully in time for the holidays. And the travel schedule must be brutal in this league. Yeah, only, what, 12 teams? And you get a team, well, San Diego obviously represented. You have a team in Los Angeles. There's a team in Portland. There's a team in Tacoma. By the way, 2023 Women's World Cup. My bad, not 22. It's okay, we forgive you. Um, That's about it on the West Coast, dude. San Diego, Portland. L.A. Tacoma, L.A., right. I think that's it. Outside of that, the teams are Chicago, Houston, Kansas City. New York, North Carolina, Orlando, Louisville, Washington, D.C. Well, you know, it's an interesting time for this league, isn't it, given the last couple of months and the type of attention it received? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're all learning about this league, and this is a very good way to learn about the league, right? Get Alex Morgan to show up and play for your brand-new team. That will grab people's attention in San Diego. Yes, yes, in fa- yeah, indeed it will. I'm, okay. I, I don't know how they could have done better. I, I don't know how they could have done better in terms of bringing somebody in who's going to 
attract people who are soccer fans and also who are fringe soccer fans or just know who Alex Morgan is because obviously she's she's got some presence to her. All right, Darren, let's get to the fun stuff. Europa League. Yeah! Europa League. What do you need to know about it, my friend? Because I have experience. Well, uh, I recently learned that this was, for whatever reason, you have to jump into a group of 32, not 16. So there's that extra layer to it. Whereas you get to cool your jets, you fancy Champions League people, until February. Uh, us who are looking at Europa League matchups, watching FC Barcelona getting set to, uh, you know, head into this tournament for the first time in 17 years. I, I, I had forgotten that there were 24 teams, not 16, 24. Mm. Teams. This is an extra layer. This is an extra couple of games. Correct. Yeah. The odds go down. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. So we, uh, we get going here, uh, in February. Let's February. go. Would you rather go to the, Would you rather go to Barca or would you rather go to Naples? I heard the pizza in Naples is <laughs> world. Have you? Have you heard that? I actually have. I think yeah. there was a story during the Diego Maradona um, documentary that that uh, people were just standing on the sides of the streets with pizzas to deliver them to him because the pizza in Napoli is so damn good. Um, yeah, I think I would choose Naples. That's Can't my trip. Really- but I've already been to Barca, so that's probably why I haven't been in Naples. Um, I just, you know, listen, I, I don't know that the players here, players who have won everything at the highest level, like Gerard Piquet and Jordi Alba and Ter Stegen. Are they still playing those players? Some of those guys are still playing, for better or for worse. We'll see what the January window means. Huh. But I hope this is, listen, I, I will say I'm genuinely excited and curious to see if Barca takes this seriously, I know a lot of fans. This is the most insulting thing ever. Fans have been spoiled for almost 20 years by this club. I hope this is an opportunity for younger players to cut their teeth in a tournament where you don't have to worry about getting run out of the building by Bayern Munich or Liverpool or Chelsea or PSG or somebody who you just can't match up with. That's the way this has ended year after year after year for the last half a decade. So hopefully this is a different opportunity here. I don't blame some of those older players for not being inspired to go and play in Europa League, given what everything they've won. But for those younger players, I do feel, and you've talked about this, it's important. It's important for players for their development, guys who are teenagers, to get this opportunity to play, not against the very best that Europe has to offer, but just perhaps a little bit of a cut below in a tournament that you actually stand a chance in, as opposed to Champions League, where you have no chance other than to get humiliated. Who do you think is the favorite to win Europa? Ooh, uh, well, I would say maybe Sevilla. It is their tournament, plus the finals in their building. That's a good guess. Uh, according to 538, however, they are not the favorite. Dortmund is the favorite. Ah. A 22% chance to reach the final, 13% to win it all. Okay. How far, how far down until we get to Barca, you think? I would say, looking at the list, Barca's probably, well, given the fact that they're behind all the Spanish clubs <laughs> in the Europa League, they're probably not more of a favorite than Betis or Sevilla uh, or Sociedad. So I'm going to, <laughs> I, they're behind them all in the standings. So I I'm know. No, 538 likes Barcelona. Yeah. They, uh, they have them as the fourth 
highest rated team. I would What's say- favorite to win Europa, Porto, uh, Leipzig, and Dortmund ahead of Barca. Yeah, I feel like that's fair. Top rated Spanish team. How about that in Europa? That's oh, doesn't make a ton of sense. Wouldn't you just lose power? No, well, I did earlier. Yeah, all, all of Jordan's lights went out since we're looking at each other on Zoom right now. No, but yeah. you did lose power earlier today. For like a uh, second. Do you have did a you guys lose power group? at the radio station? No, uh, lights flickered once, but no, we didn't end up losing power. Yeah, we flickered too. I think everyone flickered. And then I lost internet. It was chaos. It was in the middle of a recording session. Of course it was. Um, da, 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 da. Yes. Hey, um, one thing on Barcelona. Lay off a of Christian Pulisic, would you? Well, are you guys making him available for loan or are you not making him available? I, I want him to stay with Chelsea. I read on Stars and Stripes. It's up to F- me. He's not available. I read on Stars and Stripes FC that he was available, in fact, and for whatever reason, Bars is interested or however that would work. <laughs> Just lay off. Let him stay. Let him stay. Get him Champions League experience, not Europa League experience. What do you need? Maybe we can make a trade. No trades. Pulisic stays. Okay. I'm fine with that. How do you like your job? Big fan. I like it. Guy? I like it a lot. It could not uh, have gotten any better for Chelsea. You could not have. Lil is literally the longest shot on the board. The softest opponent available in Champions League was the French side. Really not even close. Not even close. (laughs) (laughs) But with the way Chelsea's playing lately, who knows what will happen? We're actually allowing goals for the first time um, this season. So who knows? Maybe the timing is right to take on Chelsea, but I would imagine by the time these matches actually come around in February, I'm hoping Chelsea will be in a better spot than the current run of form that they are in. But yeah, it couldn't have gone any better. It was weird. Obviously everyone's big takeaway is uh, what happened with the draw, the initial draw and having to redo it. This is exactly who Chelsea drew the first time around. And then when I found out they were going to have to redraw, I was like, are you kidding me? Like, this is exactly what I wanted. We can't redraw it now. And the same team uh, came through. I will say uh, the idea of having United take on PSG, having that initial moment, thinking that's how it was going to go. That was, that was fun. That was, I hope that happens down the road. I don't, the odds are against it, but for that brief moment in that initial draw, we had United against PSG and sign me up for that at any point in this tournament. Can't get enough of Cristiano Ronaldo and Lionel Messi, huh? In this tournament? And at, I mean, I'm not rooting for PSG by like at all in this tournament or United. Um, so I, I don't want to see either of them go, like, go on and win it, but that would be a fun matchup to watch. Who wouldn't want to see that? I, I think that would be a lot of people would tune in for that one. There, I still think there's PSG a few teams I don't want to win, and that's pretty much the list the Manchester clubs and PSG. So. I think PSG and Real Madrid is still pretty good. Sergio Ramos opposite yeah. Real Madrid, Messi against Madrid again, Kylian Mbappe, that angle. Is he going to leave PSG? It appears that way. Has he already signed a contract or at least an understanding with Real Madrid? So, you know, there's a, there's a lot to like in that one as well. I would tell you this, objectively speaking, I'd be shocked if an English club doesn't win it. I'll give you the English clubs of the field. I can't imagine anybody wouldn't take the English clubs here. Uh, Munich is the only Munich would be the only caveat to that. Yeah. They have a strong there. They have a really, really good chance, but you're right. City's up there. Pools up there. Then you have Chelsea up there as well. 
I just watched City destroy uh, Leeds seven nil today. So I realize you're not playing Leeds, but even still, I mean, gosh Almighty, that club is just humming along right now. According to five thirty eight, the favorites for Champions League City, number one, twenty five percent. But I do remember last year City were the favorites, and then what happened? Lost in the final. That's right. Havertz scored a goal. That's what happened. The kryptonite of Chelsea Football Club for Pep. Goal. Uh, Bayern Munich, two on this list, 24%. They're right there with City. Uh, Liverpool, three on the list. So two of the top three are Premier League clubs. Goes with Darren was just talking about. Uh, Ajax, Chelsea, Madrid, Inter Milan, Atletico, PSG after that. So... Well, They're not really giving PSG a chance, only 2% to win it. Well, I mean, what has Messi really won since 2015, Jordan? <laughs> <laughs> what a line. Um, yeah, the draw from a Chelsea perspective, obviously, it goes really, really well. Outside of that, did anything catch your eye? Uh, outside of that, it was funny to see the, the redo. Um yeah, I mean, yeah. I think PSG Real Madrid is clearly the headliner from that. Yeah, I, I mean, did anything really catch my eye? I think Atletico Madrid against United should be a very interesting one just because of the style that Atleti plays. So, yeah, I mean, I think it, it looks good. I don't know that you have a real dog in this group, maybe from a competitive standpoint, Chelsea and Lille. But, you know, Villarreal, Juventus, there's opportunity there, I think, for an upset. Villarreal, I think, could pick off Juve, but I haven't really watched a ton of Serie A. So, you know, I, I, it looks, it all looks good. I think that Red Bull Salzburg, that club, the way it plays open-ended, that, that will be fun. There'll be a lot of goals between Red Bull Salzburg and Bayern Munich. That much I think you can, you can pretty much expect. Those should be entertaining matches. Finals are going to be like 5-2, 5-3, somewhere in that range. Um, I'm good on Champions League. You ready to come back local? We started local. We started really local. We started with the Carlsbad Airport, and then we yeah. got to the San Diego wave. Um, to Champions League Europa. I want to finish with Loyal if you're ready for that. Ready for it. Let's okay. do it. So I guess just on the news front, we see it was announced about an hour ago at the time that we're recording. Uh, it was announced that Colin Martin is the USL Impact Player of the Year. So congratulations to Colin Martin. I believe it was also announced that Colin Martin will return in 2022 for San Diego loyal. So we are starting to find out a few of the players uh, that will in fact be back for next season, Colin Martin on that list. Um, but it was also announced with news Martin today. Uh, congratulations to him. That's a very big deal. Um, so we're starting to find out a few of those players. We don't know everyone who's coming back quite yet, but we are starting to learn a few. Right. And I think the fact that you have Jack Blake, who we know signed a two-year contract, announcing on social media that the club would be announcing who's coming back in 2022 probably indicates that Jack Blake is amongst that group as well. So Correct. Elijah Martin has been announced. Right. To be coming back. So that is good news. Metcalf announced, obviously, with that deal. So we don't know everyone. There's still, I would expect we've got to find out several more, right? I asked Landon at the end of the season and he actually rattled off seven or eight names. Right. <laughs> Landon might have let the cat out of the bag early yeah. on. Really Austin jumped the Guerrero. gun on that one. Yeah, I think Austin Guerrero's on that list. There you go. How about that holiday sweater from San Diego Loyal? By the way, am I crazy for liking that or am I just showing my color blindness? I thought that was kind of sharp. What color do you think it is? 
That Don't is know. a tough sweater for someone who is colorblind. I'm going to guess it's Tory Green. Uh, there's Green. I don't know. Do we have Tory Green? I don't know. Do you think we're going to get a new kit for 2022? That's a very soccer thing, right? Keeping it Every- fresh. Yeah, absolutely. How about Club Tijuana's kits? Muy caliente. Yes, I think that uh, that manufacturer, Charlie, made one for all of the Liga MX clubs. So, yes, that's that was sharp. I'm now that the board, hey, end of January, we can go across. We can go watch Tijuana matches unless life takes a wrong turn here over the next couple of weeks. All right. Anything else, Darren? Uh, no, I think we got it all. I think it's all there. Alex Morgan. Alex Morgan. Alex Morgan. The San Diego athlete. What if we just like run it? Imagine this. You're in San Diego, just cruising around one night and you just like stumble into a bar and like Alex Morgan and, and her husband and all the cool people rolling around with the wave are just there having a drink. You're like, Alex Morgan is in town hanging out. Not just in town, like living here, representing yeah. this town. A staple of our community, Alex Morgan. Yes. Yes. All right. Good stuff, Darren. It was a pleasure to see you and do this podcast after missing Absolutely. a week February or two. 17th and 18th can't come soon enough. Cannot wait for Champions League and Europa League, baby. You realize the 2022 USL season is like here? Yeah. Sign in players. Like preseason, preseason starts soon, like in a couple weeks. Yeah. Right? Like 10 weeks. That's not that far away. I'm excited for it. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Goodbye, Darren. Goodbye, Jordan.